Hi, I'm Guy Massey, and you're listening to Talk Be Smart and Other Stories. Today's episode is about questions and answers from our audience. And I uh, won't take anything personally if you have any comments. But all of this is uh, designed to uh, bring you closer to my podcast. I hope that I can uh, offer some advice. to do that. uh, I like to share and I think I have some good ideas as we say in Rhode Island. Adding the R where we don't need it, taking it out where we do. Uh, These are all great comments and great suggestions and great questions that you have for me. The first question is from Marion and she has this audio entry. I'd like to know if you are uh, going to do anything on the elderly in the upcoming... Well, most of our podcasts are for the general audience, and we don't really have any age-specific programming. I think you can find a good sampling of... um, uh, Thank you, Marion, by the way. I think you can find a good sampling of shows... Um, that will uh, cater to your to your needs. Um, I think uh, Uncle's Brannigan is a good homage to the old Western uh, way of uh, producing. Uh, it's in the old old narrative uh, uh, play act style. Um, it's time tested, time honored, and it's fun to do. And I think that's one. I think a lot of the home improvement. Uh, things, you know, I think when you get older, you tend to not want to do things uh, maybe more actively around the house, but maybe you still have some uh, some drive there, then I think, uh, you know, so you'd be able to listen to those. Um, we've talked about animals. Many of our elderly have uh, small animals, pets, cats, and such, um, birds uh, that, uh, you know, uh, you could you could kind of like get some insight um, onto pet ownership and, and, and knowing about animals. I, we did one uh, a couple months back. Uh, I want to follow up on that. Actually, it's scheduled. It's, it's amazing. Uh, it's an amazing grid of uh, of uh, upcoming programs, and I have to kind of fit each one in like a little jigsaw puzzle, and there's some overlap and trying to neaten things out until I do. The pet one uh, talks about how the vision of cats and dogs is just superior to ours in many ways, but in some ways they are a little handicapped. They're, they they are nearsighted and their vision is blurry beyond a certain point. Um, you know, we would see the hills in the distance in sharp focus uh, if we have 20-20 vision, uh, which a good number of the population has good vision as well as a good number of the population doesn't have good vision uh, the, the cats and dogs would see that as a total blur and blend in into the sky um, cats and dogs also won't see the tree uh, they'll see a blurry uh, a blurry object um, green object it will also look grayish or off color 
uh, since they are also colorblind. So they don't have, and there's overlap in the middle of their vision, uh, field of vision, like binoculars do sometimes when you don't have them open correctly or you're not looking through them with correct uh, aspect. Um, they have that, and that is, that's an advantage in their hunting. Uh, it helps them to focus. They have mirrors, uh, mirror type of cones, uh, reflective cones that fire back uh, from the retina, and that increases their uh, total hunting and night vision. Uh, in particular, of course, it's actually for night vision or lower ambient light vision. So that's really a good one. Um, I also, we're going to be doing a Rome uh, panoply, uh, a drama, a melodrama of sorts, but it's going to be very dramatic. It's going to have some, uh, not, I wouldn't say gruesome, but they're going to have some very uh, graphic kind of depictions in there um, based on history, some based on uh, just pure poetic license. And uh, that's called AD 13. That's coming in October. I'm excited about it, October of 2020. Um, and my next question is from Mark. I would like to know um, where you sit or where do you sit when you do your uh, podcasts? Uh, Mark, that's that's actually a good question. I sit on my rear end, um, my arse. My, my posterior or derriere there's two French words for the behind um, and it is a uh, patty patty comfortable uh, uh, thing to which to sit uh, my chair is comfortable no seriously I sit in my studio um, typically um, but my studio is also can be a portable studio. I have a permanent studio and I have a portable studio. And I take my portable studio, which is my phone, and I can bring that from room to room. And I've been using that very often. I want to take an actual live hike one day. I want to call it live hike uh, for living. And it's good for the older guy or girl who wants to go out and strike out on their own or with, with each other or with a, with a small group. Can't be too many in this COVID environment. But uh, I have met nearby Daggett Woods. I have a Karatunk Wildlife Refuge uh, across the state line in Seekonk. Uh, we have Slater Park, a, a city park here in Pawtucket. We have beaches. Uh, we have hiking paths throughout the state and Massachusetts and Connecticut and um, I like to take my phone with me and be able to talk and walk at the same time and chew gum and um, got out of gum I got out of gum recently uh, well no not recently a long time ago I used to chew gum uh, uh, as much as anybody else would and, you know, um, hard candies side. I like caramels, chocolate, of course. Um, my dad would say, why don't you suck on a hard candy guy instead of smoking? You know, he would try to, like, dissuade me from smoking cigarettes. And um, I always thought it was a 
was a bother, kind of a annoyance on my father's part. Uh, and it does make sense. Uh, caramels work. Anything to occupy your mouth, right? Uh, anything to occupy the hand-to-mouth action with something else that's uh, possibly more healthy uh, than, than the actual uh, sucking in of tobacco and tobacco products and all the carcinogens that go with it. Um, and I'm going to light up a smoke in a second, and that's about as much as I learned from that. But that's a great question. I do work out of my studio, and I do work out of my portable office wherever I'm sitting, and I get the, uh, the whim to, to do something about it. Next question from Jose. I want to know if you, uh, where you get your story ideas from. And uh, if you could also answer the question, uh, my wife was wondering if you're going to be doing any other videos, uh, I'm sorry, any other audio uh, podcast directed to, uh, to those of your poetry. Well, I think it's a good question, Jose. Thanks for that. Uh, there are two questions there. Uh, let's take the first one. Um, I get my ideas from, um, well, I get them from uh, just right now. I thought of ideas and I thought of Rhode Island and, and how people speak dialects. And it's uh, losing dialects. We're losing our heritage uh, with each generation because um, we all talk like uh, we have uh, that Delaware uh seaboard accent of perfection um, speaking well and uh, or somewhere from Indiana and uh, we don't we are not those we are the local people of Rhode Island and uh, you know you, you speak with a grandmother who still has her strong Italian accent and you definitely get a flavor and a sense of uh, where that person is from and we've lost that aspect of it. Is it a bad thing? Uh, I think it's a benign kind of thing. It happened. It just happened through history. It's just the way it is. Um, to answer the second question, ponder your question, um, we are definitely going to be doing more poetry. Um, I, I want to let you know that right now. Uh, Poetry is in life. It's part of our DNA, so to speak. And uh, it's, a, it's a really cool way to communicate. Um, I think there's a lot of ways to communicate. A lot of the ways that communication uh, uh, through podcasts, although limited to some degree, uh, prose is great narrative uh, uh, characterizations uh, these these this uh, music I think uh, the format is very open but poetry it, it does distill doesn't it Jose it, your wife is, is absolutely right she's being interested in in that I could easily do poetry for all the rest of my podcasts till the cows come home. Um, but I think that would limit me. Um, there's a lot of other things to talk about and I don't want to cubby or pigeonhole 
my program, uh, my overall uh, Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. Did I mention that's the name of the show? Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories special Q&A presentation. So with those questions from all of you, Jose, Marion, Mark, um, I want to thank you all for your contributions with those questions and stay, keep staying tuned. Keep, we'll, we'll be coming through uh, for you. I can tell you with the poetry ones, we're going to be doing that on a semi-regular basis. Uh, the Buckles Brannigan uh, people remember watching old westerns, older older sector of the population. Remember the old westerns on TV? They have a connection. There's a um, a grab. Westerns uh, westerns came into prominence in the 80s and 90s. Hollywood re retooled the Western. Uh, let's say with the show, let's say for Unforgiven. Uh, there's also a show that I watched, a, a, a movie, The Unforgiven, which is a great, great flick. I'd actually want to check that out again. Uh, I don't know if it's on Netflix or one of those. Um, and then there's one that was on Grit recently. It's been repeated and you probably can catch it again if you're listening to this podcast fresh on a fresh cycle that coincides with what the people at Grid are doing. Uh, they have presented uh, the movie Silverado with Kevin Costner, John Cleese. Um, there's Kevin Klein is in it. Uh, other, other real, it's like an all-star cast. It came out, I believe, in 1985. And it's a great story. And I think you'll all enjoy it. Not just the older people in my audience, but the younger people too. And it'll cross countries, uh, no matter if you're listening to this in uh, Bulgaria uh, or in France or, uh, you know, in Japan, uh, in Germany. We have a, a, a small percentage of audience is growing, though, in Germany. Uh, I see my my uh, information come back and I see that I notice that the U.S. audience is losing its share, even though I hope it is still growing. Uh, I hope to have some reports on it soon. Um, I will have some some more data. Um, I don't want to really... Not that I don't want to share that empirical data, but it's really of no benefit to my audience to know uh, where my audience share is. But um, I have Germany, France, Ireland. Um, I have... um, I know I have listener, at least one listener in Russia. And in this country, I have at least, I know one, one listener in Oregon. And, uh, and I know that I have other listeners as well in other states in this country. And I do know that. Um, and it's, it's wonderful. And I know I have some here in Rhode Island, uh, locally where, where my program is made. So it's a handcrafted operation here at the Bakery of Guy Massey Podcast Pastries. And um, I think I can offer you an apple tart or possibly a, uh, a, uh, a manier, as they call it, a palmier, a palmier, a palmero or palmier from the Portuguese bakery. It looks like a, an elephant's ear, but or it's, it, they call it a palmier from, from word hand, I believe. I think that's what they call it. I might be wrong. Uh, they're very sugary, very crispy, and very crumbly. And so 
again, to all my listeners, even those that didn't have any questions, I hope that we answered some of the questions that you had uh, ruminating. If, if this podcast is, takes up any part of your time during the day, it's a big presumption on my part that it has more importance than it really does. Podcasts have as much relevance as they should have, and uh, that is at an even keel. They are podcasts, and podcasts have a certain relevance. That's just the way it is. No one's going to take it away from from that uh, percentage of your occupation, of your mind, and no one's going to add to it as well. It is what it is. I hate that cliche, um, but it's, it is what it is. So, I, again, thanks for all your support. Thanks also to, to family and friends just directly that helped me um, make it through uh, podcast to podcast. It's just been a lot of fun. They, they made it more fun and enjoyable. And again, Guy Massey saying goodbye for now. And I hope that you listen to more. And I hope this show has spurred you on to listen to more of Talk Me Some Art and Other Stories. Hi, that's another Fast and Ready podcast out of the gate. Back to back with my previous Q&A. Hope you listened to that. And you're listening to this one. Posted uh, the third week, fourth week of the great month of July. It's a hot one out there. And, uh, you know, you're COVIDized. We're all sort of in a COVIDized situation. We're waiting to see what the word is from our leaders as to what to do. Take me to your leader. In this case, stay home and bring the leader to my TV so I can turn on our great Governor Raimondo. She's done a bang-up job. I wasn't her supporter before, but I now uh, have sort of uh, drunk the Kool-Aid, so to speak. I know she has a lot of uh, real enemies out there, but I do wish her the best of luck. So it's boring. You're home. It's covid 19 uh, over and over again. Every day is a seeming continuation of a bad dream or at least a more a moribund dream of nothing happening. You can play music, you can play cards, you can uh, make a podcast, you can uh, go out for a walk, you can do your dishes, you can uh, sweep the floor. You can paint your basement floor. You can uh, you can do a number of things, but this one's going to talk about your lowly or lofty furniture. What do you do with a room? So it's a before and after snapshot. The before is I've got some nice, decent pieces of furniture here. I've got a nice um, corner couch with a attached lounge. Chase Lounge incorporated into the couch. It's what you call a sectional in this day and age, and it's uh, picked it up at uh, at um, one of the uh, one of the great mail order kind of places that you do business with. These guys are out of Boston. It's called Wayfair. 
got a good deal. After I ordered it the following week, it came down $100. I was pissed off. It was a Memorial Day special. Um, and I, so I've had the couch for about, uh, let's say, oh, let's see, June, July, two, three months now. And I can say assuredly that I enjoy the couch. It's well made. Read some of the comments that would normally dissuade someone from buying it because there were some negative comments about shipping problems that they were experiencing because of COVID. Um, although this post, I think, was earlier than that. It predated it uh, by a year or so. Um, it also talked about quality issues with the fabric sort of matting down prematurely. Um, nothing about the actual construction. The frame itself seemed to be um, to uh, escape any of the criticism. Uh, the colors was limited to a, a taupe or a dark blue. I went with the taupe. Fits in with my color scheme, although I like the pop idea of a blue. Maybe if I ordered it today, it would be a different, it would be that color. So the room, the before picture is that I've got a uh, sectional against the north wall of the house, of the living room. It's a 10 by 15 living room, about 12 by 15. Generous but conservative size, if you can say those two words in the same sentence. Opposite my television wall, uh, the south wall, which has my stereo speakers, some artwork, console, entertainment slash entertainment center with my television on top of that, flat screen, air conditioner in the window. Other walls have artwork. There's an open archway leading into the dining room uh, facing east. And then on the west wall, opposite the, the wall attached to the uh, porch, uh, the outside porch is a uh, there's a doorway for the porch there's also a round drum table very nice my parents had it before me I'm stewarding it trying to keep it in nice shape it's a beautiful 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 table and there's a, uh, a western style uh, red stained uh, side table uh, about uh, 18 inches square which carries everything I need on it, my ashtray, my baseball, my chocolate can, which is empty. I just like the look of it. Um, you know, my cigarettes, of course, my lighter, and a, and a flat dish that has my uh, watch in it and the baseball and a magnifying glass because I sometimes need to read that when I do my podcast on the headlines. today's headlines yesteryear. I um, resort to that magnifying glass just to save my eyes and bring you a, uh, a production worth its salt. So those are the three walls. The fourth wall that goes to the north wall I spoke of earlier that has the sectional and another side table to the, um, if you're facing the, the sectional, it's to the right um, against a half wall on, on the side and against the full wall leading to my bedroom. There's a door to the left, my bedroom door. So I hope that explained a lot of it. And, the, and of course the coffee table and the, I have a recliner chair um, that's brown taupe 
that uh, sits on an angle facing the TV between the uh, west wall, the, the porch wall, just by the porch door, and the sectional itself, separated by the bedroom door. So that's inventory taking. Let's let's uh, start with our process. What do you want to do? I want to move furniture today. I'm bored. As I said, it's about a million degrees outside. The air conditioners will be on soon. The house is staying cool. For now, it's staying relatively comfortable. The mugginess factor is going to kick in this afternoon. I know it. I'm prepared for it. I want to move that. Uh, the first thing I want to move out of the way is... Uh, it's going to go into a different place you'll hear of later is the lounge the uh, recliner that's going to come out of the way of the path I'm going to move that in towards the bedroom I don't want to move it into the middle of the room because I've got a, an area rug there and I don't want to crimp up the rug uh, and I don't want to have to lift the chair my cats are going to watch me as I do this wonder. Cats don't like furniture being rearranged. It throws them off. At least we think it does. From our own scientific observations or unscientific. Next I'm going to take that table that was on the side of the uh, that's on the of the west wall as I forementioned west wall. I'm going to take that table, the red table, the side table, the 18 inch square table and move that uh, Along to alongside the uh, the recliner, and that table is taller than the side table on the couch. So I'm going to use that now for the couch because the couch, the arms of the couch are about I'm looking at it now about six to eight inches higher than the arms of the recliner. So I need a, a taller table for the side of the of the couch, and it's going to give it some color there. Uh, you always want to be thinking about placement, but you also want to be thinking of composition, and it's a good aesthetic to work with. It's a fun a fun realm to be in and to have that luxury of color differentiation or juxtapositioning or relationship. So now I've cleared out that west wall. It's now available for the couch, and the couch can now slide over westward from the north spot that it once was against that north wall again and it can easily slide and by the time I've moved it 15 feet it'll be in position I'll curve it right around into the wall now where do I put my where do I put my my late chaise lounge part of the sectional is it's a, it's a reversible um, it can work in either either the left or the right side of the couch. Well, I think I'm going to keep it on the right, the left side, or the right side as you face the couch. Uh, it's where it is now. I could have easily switched it though, but I think it's going to block access to the corner, the southwest corner of the living room. So I think that was an easy decision. And again, I'm talking now, I haven't done any of this, but when I move things around, I might find that I needed to move something else out of the way that I'm not thinking of, but I think I have thought of everything. I haven't thought mentioned the floor lamp, which will now move over with the recliner. Uh, 
So now the recliner can come out of the its little place at the threshold of the bedroom door and slide all the way over eastward, almost to the end, but not quite. And I'm going to leave that uh, side table where it is or maybe move it to the other side uh, and have the chair be in the corner. And I'm getting excited just talking about this. And that's about it. The, t- the coffee table now can slide just like the couch slid to be in position in front of the couch where it normally conventionally is placed in most living room situations. And um, that's about it. That's going to pretty much do it. I don't have to change any artwork on the wall. Nothing has to be lowered or heightened. Um, everything else is, is, is not moved or affected. And I'm left with a room that is nearly totally transformed. The dynamics of rooms change uh, with a piece of a piece of apparatus that's moved. It works on an exponential level, and uh, this is the case, I think, without even knowing what it's going to be beforehand. In other words, uh, I, I know it's going to work. So I'm really excited, and I hope that this wraps it up for you in a good, succinct way to move some furniture today. On this day of COVID, oh, maybe about the 80th day of COVID, um, and uh, we're already going into August, the eighth month, so remember, that's more than halfway through the year, uh, well over, by at least a month or two, month and a half, and uh, we're now on the countdown to Christmas, can you believe it? And will COVID be with us? We don't know. We don't know. The experts tell us uh, we may not see signs of a little relief until January of next year, 2021. And if that's the case, then it's going to really, really suck. So with that and this pairing with the Q&A, which I believe is all grouped on one program for your entertainment, let's enjoy and just kick back with our new furniture arrangement you really, really, really be proud of yourself after you do these things. So have a great day, great afternoon, great evening, great morning. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you are, remember, talk me some arts and other stories. Remember that podcast. You'll be hearing a lot more from it in the future, hopefully, if I can help it. Oh, and remember, be safe and don't strain yourself. We don't want any hernias or ruptures. Uh, We don't want any asses falling off. Just go slow. Know where your pets are before you slide any big item. And do not, do not move any pianos. Leave that for the professionals. I don't care if it's on the smoothest casters available. Do not move any heavy objects such as pianos. Again, take care, y'all.